Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In John's first session, we cover his current situation, including trying to find opportunities from a non-target school heading into his senior year. We dive into a detailed resume review and speak about what he needs to do over the next several months to help limit his downside, given how late he is to the game. Learn what I want him to do most to improve his resume, as well as specific networking advice in this session. Enjoy. Awesome. Well, you are you are uh, session two. You're the second session. You're the second person on the on the docket here with me. I had a really fun session with uh, with Andrew uh, last week, so I'm excited to do this again. It was a blast. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited here as well. Cool, man. So um, let's just start out. I mean, it'd be great just to kind of get a little bit of. Um, like your background, just refresh my memory. I have your resume here, but just like, mm-hmm. give me a, give me a refresh exactly kind of where you're at. I see you had like a IB internship and stuff like that, but um, and I, I'm sharing my screen. I'm gonna kind of follow along here with your stuff, but if you could just give me a give me a refresh yeah. where you're yeah. at and yeah, so I know you're in your last year, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Should I say school name as well or whatever you have to? Yeah, I mean they can see it here, so it's it's fine. But like, yeah. Um, in terms of, it'd be great to hear just like wh- what you, how you've progressed and kind of what you're thinking for, um, next summer and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. So this summer, uh, I had a summer analyst position at a buy side advisory shop, mm-hmm. um, not too sell side focus. So a lot of my, um, tasks was research and putting together marketing material. So it wasn't directly related. Uh, now this fall, I have an investment making internship at a middle market firm uh, down here in Costa Mesa. So I'm hoping that will help me with my full-time recruiting. Um, so this, this summer, I'm pretty late to the game, uh, I would say, but um, this summer I've been networking and studying uh, technical and behavioral questions and uh, just really trying to put my foot in the door as much as I can. So, um, you know, full-time recruiting already kicked off, but hopefully when I start receiving my interviews, I, I can knock those down and then uh, get a full-time position for next summer. Cool, man. Yeah, so you're just, so you're, you basically are a senior now. You mm-hmm. had an internship over the summer, which is good, but it was a small boutique, so there was no kind of full-time offers given, or there was? Are they giving you an offer to come back, or no? 
Yeah, no, they don't. They don't give offers. Yeah. Um, and personally, I, I probably wouldn't have gone back. Yeah. Okay. So, it was it uh, long hours? Was it? Did you learn a lot? Is it more because it's buy side and you want to do sell side or? Yeah. Um, when you say it, it's still advisory, right? It's still banking, but like buy side advice. More or less. Um, I mean, most of the work I did was deal origination. Um, mm, okay. How? How? Cold yeah. calling. <laughs> a lot of cold calling. Yeah, a lot of cold calling, a lot of researching, putting together um, just profiles of companies that you know our clients would be reaching out to. And so you don't want to be doing that type of. You don't want to be like dialing for dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for your for your career yeah i mean this i started the the fall internship a couple weeks ago so a lot yeah. of the work i've been doing is you know putting together sims um working on different models like i <laughs> emailed you about having a rough time with that but i'm getting it slowly and um okay. yeah just hopping on a lot of phone call with our clients which is really intriguing and interesting okay cool well thanks for okay so i mean yeah you're first off agreed you're late to the game like a lot of people who are going to have jobs in investment banking Postgrad in in they already have their offers right because they had oh, the internship yeah. and so like you know that I know that so we're already and you're at a non-target so we're we're kind of battling uphill but your mm -hmm. backgrounds looks really strong your resume looks good overall I think you have a lot of great things going for you so I think with with kind of some crazy hustle <laughs> I think you can get your and you, you know you it's not like you're starting from zero right you're you have a you do have a good internship on there that can kind of you can talk to at least. So maybe with that, we kind of just jump straight into your resume and just do a little resume review. Detail. Yeah, definitely. Is that, is that cool? Yeah, I actually updated my resume for my fall internship as well. It just has one bullet line. Just thought I'd include it. Could I send that over to you? Yeah, shoot it over to me. Um, I'll use this one for now just to like okay. kind of go through this. I assume you have some similar stuff on there from this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely agree to get that new one on there because then you have two different mm -hmm. companies that are like kind of banking and you could even... Um, like reduce the bullets under fan serve or something like that. Definitely. Okay. Sounds um, good. Or actually, I would say actually just take a bullet out of your Phi Kappa, um, yeah. you know, something like that. So a couple things off the bat. Number one, um, overall, very, very solid resume. I think there's a couple things you do really well. Number one, you like actually quantify a lot, um, which a lot of people fail to do. It's like one of the easiest things to improve but you already have that so, so i think you're, you're doing really well in terms of quantifying in terms of like how you actually made impact at each of these organizations and the specific stuff you did the only thing is the only thing i do is like even do it even more if you can so like even like a small example under finserve that your third bullet ensured quality assurance to develop application use case to satisfy clients user interface like how many clients okay. like one client or what type of client um before build out you know just like anytime you can add um, something tangible to a bullet, whether it's like the number of people you call, the number or the, the, the metric, any sort of metric where you made an improvement or made something, you should always, always, always do that. And I think you, you already know that because you either had a re resume review or somebody helped you or you just knew intuitively to do that, mm. uh, which is great. The other thing I'd say is um, you may want to take the resume and put it into the WSO format because you have enough good stuff here where your space is really important. Um, in the WSO resume template, um, it it saves you a lot of space in the header because the name is off to the left and a lot of the contact information is upper in the upper right. Mm -hmm. And so you get an extra like bullet or two of space in there without having to sacrifice removing stuff. Okay. 
Um, so aesthetically, I think there's a few little things with spacing you could do to improve it. Like uh, transaction experiences feels really crunched in there. Um, and that's something you really want to highlight. Um, since that's like, that like screams banking, mm-hmm. right? So let's actually put a little space above that. Let's give it a little bit more, um, more airtime, okay. especially as you kind of get on a deal here, um, with, with, uh, this new fall internship. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you been able to keep your grades up? Um, we haven't started the new year. We're actually starting this year. Um, but no, my, my grades are, that's exactly how it is right now. Right. It is. Okay. When do your classes start? You're late, man. Um, Thursday. Yeah. Quarter wow. system is super late. That's yeah. Super late. Okay, cool. Well, Hey, that's good. It gives you a little more time to, <laughs> to kind of hustle right now, but that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's those comments I had. Let me see what else what I was going to say. Um, yeah, so we did the introduction. You told us a little bit. So where are you from? Just give us a little more background about like, I want to just know more about like your story, your parents, where you're, you know, are you born or raised in SoCal? Like what, what's yeah. the story there? So I'm born and raised in SoCal. I'm from Riverside. Um, so not too far from where I'm at right now. Uh, it's close enough to home where if I ever need anything, I can, you know, run back real quick. Uh, but it's far enough away where I have an excuse to live on my own. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, my parents, uh, my dad's a small business owner, and my mom works in life insurance, so they have no clue uh, about investment banking or management consulting or any of those uh, advisory services. So yeah. when I told them I wanted to do investment banking, they're like, "What?" Like, yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. So they immigrated in '85. So I, I mean, all they knew or all they wanted me to become was like an engineer or a doctor. <laughs> where'd, so, they come, where'd they come from? Uh, Jordan. Okay. At least, yeah. 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 So, so that's kind of how it all started. So, I, I came uh, to UCI as uh, an engineer, uh-huh. and then quickly realized that it wasn't for me. Okay. Um, then I jumped into math and economics, and I really enjoyed. Um, well, I enjoyed the math portion because of the engineering classes. Uh, I didn't really relate to the physics and chemistry portion portions. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty solid in math, so that's why I kind of. Uh, rolled it over into math and econ, and I just enjoyed econ just from classes in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that rolled over into quantitative econ. It was just like a mesh of both, where it's like math, statistics, econ, all in one. Have you um, always done pretty well in school? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, yeah. I was top 5% in high school, and I mean, coming to UCI, I always tried to like keep my grades up just because I know it would be important and whatever parents, I do. Your parents have the immigrant mentality where they're like, make sure you get high grades and like you have to be a doctor, an engineer, or a lawyer. <laughs> or <something>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more or less. I mean, I guess they're harder on me because I'm their first child and then now my two younger sisters, they're just like, yeah, just <laughs> do, whatever, do whatever you want. Whatever you yeah, want. Just, like, just like try your best. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Are you, uh, what does your dad do is it, in terms of business, small business owner? Uh, you know, small gas or gas stations. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Down in uh, Lake Elsinore in Temecula. Do you know my wife is a alum of Irvine? You see her? Yeah. Right? I remember you mentioned uh, when we had our initial phone call. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, she was at community college, did that, and then she ended up um, going to med school up at UCSF and becoming a, a dermatologist. Okay. Yeah. So That's not okay. bad, huh? Not a bad trajectory. Not uh, bad at all. <laughs> So yeah, so it worked out for her. So hopefully, it's same same for you. You, you follow a similar similar path. Um, mm-hmm. 
So is there like, I assume when you went started at Irvine, you weren't thinking like investment banking because you probably would have looked at other more financy schools and stuff like that. But. Oh, yeah. I had no idea because like yeah. I said, like I'm the first um, child just like in my family as a whole, like I'm the oldest cousin as well. So I had like no idea yeah. what target schools were, non-targets. Of course, yeah. like, I know some kids apply as like. When did you start hearing like of investment banking? Was it your sophomore year? Late freshman? Say- yeah, I'd say like late my sophomore year and then that's really late. Yeah. Yeah. Middle of my junior year. Um, that's when I found out about the investment banking association and that's when I started going to their meetings and that's when I realized like, all right, maybe this is something I'm really interested in because after my sophomore year, I had an internship with Disney and that's kind of when it, when it solidified that I wanted to be in finance, mm-hmm. but work over there. It was great. People were awesome. Great culture. Um, but the work kind of seemed stagnant and I guess on a day-to-day basis, more or less the same. It was like FP&A, you mean? Yeah, like, P&A so. reporting, uh, variance analysis. Um, yeah, working in SAP and in various databases. Because um, let me just let me just step back because you know having that experience and then having some banking experience and being a sharp kid, there may be an option where banking doesn't work out for you. Like let's say we go through all this and you're just busting your ass and. You just can't break in for whatever reason. You just say you get one or two good interviews and you aren't on that day. Would you consider doing FP&A at like a Fortune 500 or an FLDP program to get some skills? Because or transaction advisory services at a big four. Yeah, because that can do that can you can still get into you can get into banking a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it delays you a year but you're still on a track that's very well kind of paved does that make sense yeah and then once you get that banking experience like we're gonna i mean you should definitely shoot your shot and go as hard as you can to get it mm-hmm. but i'm saying it's always good to have like you don't want to be graduating in whatever it is nine months and be like oh man i put all my eggs in the banking basket now and employed and then all of a sudden you're like scrambling to try to get any job mm-hmm. you're right yeah and i've been thinking about that as well lately kind of I feel like I've been reaching out to other alumni, not just in banking, yeah, uh, just to diversify that basket. But no, like I'd, I'd definitely be interested, uh, especially a P&A role at like a big tech company. I feel like that's something that'd be really interesting uh, yeah, to me. Then you could even you, the startup areas, the startup ecosystem is really interesting. You could like, you could do FP&A at like, uh, like you said, at large tech, kind of, um, you know, cut your teeth there. And potentially jump into a smaller like series a startup that's like fast growing and exciting and maybe be like the second person in like the finance department do you know what i mean and like be right yeah. into the cfo and kind of grow there yeah that's something that definitely be interested in i actually listened to your podcast I, I forgot the gentleman's name or if he even said his name but the fl okay. uh D, what is it the fldp program yeah, FLDP. Yeah, financial yeah. development. Yep. Yeah, he's like in the medical services, right? Um, uh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was an interesting story. Um, so yeah, like I'd definitely be open. I, I guess I have to do my own personal research into it. Uh, but yeah, definitely be open. Yeah, he went from he went from FLDP to like a private equi- private equity back to startup, and they're growing super fast, and like he's growing with them, and so it's. I think it's a good place to like have a good career and not, you know, corporate dev, corp fin, where you're actually doing the the transactional work. If it's for an acquisitive company, a big enough company, it can actually be really, really interesting. Um, but yeah, anyways, still go for banking is <laughs> a great yeah. platform. Like, still go for it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to get you in um, as 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 much as we can. Mm. Um, the only reason I say that is because it's super late for you. 
Yeah. And so like, you know, I know the odds are stacked against you. Um, but I, you know, I think you have a decent shot given, given what I'm seeing. I think you have a decent shot. So, you know, I think it's a perfect kind of like maybe, you know, long shot, but <laughs> that's why you're on. That's why you're here is because I think we could potentially do it if, if we, ha if we hit every, every kind of note, right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, let's try to help you do that. So, okay. So back, so sorry, I kind of went backwards and no, it's okay. Got you got your more, more background and more info, but, um, so going back to the resume, I think, yeah, I definitely want to see the new one. Um, but I, I think you could save some space. I think a couple things, um, I don't see an interest section down here. Okay. Um, I'd like to see that. I mean, the other thing is the investment banking association is great, but you're just a general member, general member there. Mm. So I don't know if you want to like lead with that. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Um, Maybe. I mean, it's the most relevant. So maybe leave that there. But like interests, I would, interests are typically underrated, very underrated in, on a resume because they, um, it allows people who like are lazy and don't look at your resume, which is about 80% of people okay. before they get on the phone with you to just quickly go down and like create a conversation and make it easy on them. Gotcha. Okay. So don't underestimate that. Don't think it's a wasted line. It's really not. So that's the question is like, what are you going to put there? Um, cause it sounds like you're pretty active with your frat. You're pretty active with like the radio station. Do you have like any interests outside of like, school and work and all the, all the activities you're doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess just on my free time, I love playing pickup basketball. I know that's like in the men's club basketball, but I kind of dived away from that this past year. Yeah. Um, I, I love like finding new music or creating playlists. Um, like I think, I found out one of my friends got a job at Spotify just creating playlists. I thought that was like the coolest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're getting paid just to make playlists. Awesome. Um, yeah, um, Game of Thrones took up a massive amount of my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I definitely, I can definitely add a lot of stuff in, in the interest section. Coming okay, forward. cool. Yeah, do that. I mean, I think add like four or five, if you can, things mm -hmm. in there. And then... Um, send that through for sure okay um because i think i think it can it can kind of round out i mean i think i don't think it's boring because you have the activity stuff in there but i think it's um it'll add it'll kind of round out the the cv a lot more okay um what else i mean it was this was in pretty good shape to be honest um the, the only other thing i'd say is you know on your on your banking uh internship i feel like in and this kind of shows, like you said, you're you're struggling a little bit with financial modeling, like in your internship. It sh it doesn't surprise me because you don't have the financial modeling like front and center on your. You're not screaming financial modeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I it wasn't like I said, it wasn't like I would I wouldn't say it was like totally a banking internship because we right. No, 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 I get that, but like I think you need to have the keywords up here somewhere somehow. Uh -huh. um, with Andrew, we talked about this, and he was smart enough to like put in kind of a bullet talking about how his ongoing training with like one of these financial modeling training programs. Gotcha. So like, I think you should do something there, whether it's you know what whichever one you choose to invest in. I think you should do that because then it allows you in like one of your top bullets to put in like continue you know financial modeling training with this, and so you can kind of put it under your internship near the top as a bullet. Like you while you were working at the internship, you were training, you were doing self study. But the, the beauty of that is it's getting it's getting DCF um, financial modeling, it's getting uh, valuation training, comps, all that stuff at the top of your resume. Okay. So literally, it's hitting on all the most important skills. People are reading that. That's one of the first things they read. 
is like, yes, okay, he knows how to model. Do you know what I mean? And that's exactly what you want them to do instead of like, oh man, he was just cold calling here, blah, blah, blah. Then it's just like, mm, I don't know if that was really good experience. Can the kid actually model? And the answer is probably right now, no, not as, as well as you'd like, but you're working on it, right? So yeah, that makes sense. Is, in the meantime, you don't want to like um, miss out on opportunities because people think you don't have that skill set. Yeah, no, I definitely hear you. Okay, like, okay. You're clearly smart enough to develop that skill set pretty fast if, you, if you're willing to put in the time and drill. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be doing that. So tell me about the hours right now. Are you like, you're going to be doing this through while you're working in school? How many hours are they, do they expect you to, to work? Yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> I guess the first two weeks was full time. So that was my first real glimpse at, because at, at the shop over the summer, Mm-hmm. They didn't really expect much of the interns. I mean, we'd show up like at eight, leave by like five or six. Okay. Like it wasn't, yeah. Like was I, it the horror, yeah, it wasn't the horror stories that I've heard. But like at this was shop. Was that because it was like unpaid or is that because they know like we're not going to give you a full-time offer? Why was, it's just the, it, I guess it's probably the culture down there in Newport. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the culture. Uh, we got paid, um, but it was definitely the culture. Um, but at this new shop, yeah they grind um mm-hmm. show up at nine and then that i mean some days i wouldn't leave till 11 uh or, or 12 so it was definitely like a culture shock experience but at the same time like i should i should have been expecting it coming into it yeah 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 that's, uh, what, that's what most of the industry is like yeah no i i hear you <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah um it is not an easy two years that's why i say if you go straight to corp dev somewhere fldp it's not the end of the world like you can actually maybe enjoy your life for for in your 20s maybe. <laughs> your early 20s yeah, but yeah maybe. the point is like i think you should go for it because i think having that especially like after you'll be, you'll be really shocked if you do get in into banking within one to two years there's a huge mm-hmm. demand even if you don't go to like buy side or private equity or hedge funds there's still a huge demand for your services from like um startups from all these other from corp dev shops corporate corporate m&a because they're they know that if you went through that kind of grinder and and did those 80 to 100 hour weeks for two years and you survived and you did well and like you're a second year analyst you're you're super in high demand because they know you're going to be like even if you drop down to like 65 hours 70 hours which is a lot in corporate america like you're gonna feel like it's a vacation after your two after your two years. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you'll be living the sweet life for sure. Yeah, yeah. So point is, um, for this stuff, yeah, I, I would change the template a little bit. Um, I think overall it's looking good. I think I'm just I'm just looking at this like wing AI technologies business strategy lead. If you could like maybe drop those to two bullets each. Same thing with FanServe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then try to beef up this new internship you have as okay. fast as possible. Do you have any transactions? Have you put on, been put on anything yet? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, two transactions. Already for the new one in the fall? Yeah, it's just kind of like a, a tirade of uh, things going on right now. Yeah, so. Um, That's awesome. So yeah, do that. definitely put those and then reduce the other ones. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, if you have to even. I kind of like uh, the G League, Detroit Pistons, FanServe thing because a, a lot of the guys you may enjoy the sports aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So you may want to keep that, but just t- try to trim it. Um, yeah, I mean, that third bullet, insured quality assurance develops application use cases. It's, you know, it's good, but it's it's not really needed. Um, yeah. I think that definitely lean, lean on the banking stuff. Maybe take a bullet away from your leadership. Um, on leadership experience, is there anything else you're involved with? Um, 
maybe with the radio station, like, did you do anything there besides, like, being a DJ? I know you're into music. Um, I, I just hosted a show uh, yeah. weekly, and then uh, after that, they kind of, like, pushed me over to Power 106, and that's just how it happened. Um, I was VP of the club basketball um, for a year. Um, I had that on my resume for a while, but didn't think that was too... Yeah, it's, it's club basketball. I mean, it's, yeah. you don't have to get too much credit for it, but it's all right. Um, at that intersection, I think you'll be in pretty good shape. Okay. So the other stuff, um, just for this session, it'd be great to just see what else I was going through here. Um, so you're, I do like a little social media thing is good. Your Facebook is totally private, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, keep it that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have any Instagram? my best. <laughs> any Instagram, whatever, just be careful. Uh, yeah. all that stuff, Twitter, um, you know what I mean? Make sure it's on private and or like you'd say very like you're not super controversial about anything. Okay. Um, this is good. Your your LinkedIn looks good. Um, maybe just add a little bit of color here on the on what you're doing. Transaction okay. experience. I mean, just don't get in trouble. Obviously, it's pending and use the code names or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get more of the skill set in here, like financial modeling, really kind of try to do that. What I really like to see here is you have over 500 connections, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, Tell me a little bit about, well, let me see what else. So yeah, just in terms of social media, I think your the, the picture, I think you could do a better job with the picture. Okay. I think, you know, it's a little busy in the background. Maybe clean it up a little bit and it kind of bl- blends in with the back. So just you pop a little bit more. Okay. Um, but yeah, make sure, try to get like a good genuine smile there. <laughs> yeah, I know. My, I always get crap from my smile. It's not <laughs> like the best. I know it's not the prettiest. <laughs> no, no, no. But like even more more zoomed in. So like you can see you. Like you seem like you're kind of like leaning back. That you're like kind of like hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, just yeah. just like have a big ass smile on your face. You know, not a not a shit eating grin, but like a <laughs> you know what I mean. Um yeah. but uh what else? I think overall it looked really good. It looked solid. Um, um so yeah, in terms of networking, tell me. You said you've been networking a little bit. Tell me a little bit about that. How's it going? I know Irvine has a huge alumni, right? Obviously, uh, yeah. Not, well, not in finance, not necessarily in finance, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's, it's a big school, though, right? Yeah, we're we're a pretty uh, big school compared, uh, compared to my tiny little liberal arts college, and you guys are massive. But anyways, mm-hmm. tell me tell me what you've been doing. I assume alumni. What else? Um, a lot of uh, cold calling, um, like second year analysts and associates on, on LinkedIn and trying to find their emails. So it's been a mix of like emails and LinkedIn. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess with the younger guys, I've been trying to like, and then like second analysts been reaching out to them on LinkedIn. And then I guess Sorry, like the older crowd. I've been, Sorry, with the younger guys been doing what? You broke up for a second. I, I broke up. I've been reaching out to the younger guys via yeah. LinkedIn and then the older guys through email. Got it. Okay. Um, so it's been a mix. Um, just trying to reach out to as many people as possible. Um, yeah. I've been having, I, on my Google, Google calendar, I have like initial follow up, second follow up, and then I guess like a monthly follow up after that. Um, so are you keeping track of it anywhere besides GCAT, your, your calendar? Are you keeping track of it anywhere else? Um, no, I have like a, a Google like doc. Sheet. Like, yeah, I have like two. Like, it's really messy. of names and people um i've been reaching out to but other than that like i've been relying on my google calendar pretty heavy yeah i definitely push you towards um using some email tools 
Okay. That might help you. Well, the problem is you, like you said, you're doing some of the outreach on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have to have both. Um, but there's a networking template. You can use Excel or you could probably do the same type of stuff in um, Google Sheets where you have name, initial outreach, date, and then basically have conditional formatting where it turns red. Gotcha. Like yellow, red, if it gets too stale or like after two weeks and have certain things in there where you um, you have, say, five, 500 people you reached out to. Like how many people have you reached out to, like analysts, let's say, in the last, over the summer? Couple hundred, few hundred. And are you uh, trying to request a connection first? No, I, I, I don't know. You had a short note, but then what's your hit rate on those? Um. I would say a little over 50, maybe 65. Uh, and then after that, um, I mean, if they, if they don't reply after that, sometimes they connect and they don't reply for whatever reason, uh, then I'll reach out to them a week later. And I'll send do them you know you can, Do you know you can get their email once you're connected to them? Yeah, it should be on the profile, yeah, profile now that you mention it. Do you do that at all? Yeah, I know. <laughs> So no, so that's okay. So like, you know, dude, like I know you're super busy. Like it just takes a lot of time. Yeah. It's another job in and of itself. So, and now you have, you're going to have school plus this, but, um, I think doing half hour a day at least of this is really going to be like, this is not the thing you should be letting go or slowing down on. This is the thing you should be doubling down on more than anything. Um, you know, your resume is in pretty good shape. Once you do those little changes, it's going to be even better shape. Mm-hmm. You have the, you have the you, you have other transaction experience. Like you're gonna you're gonna be check a lot of boxes. So like you need to be in front of these people when that when that intern said, like like literally right now when that intern says no and takes another job and they're looking for a lateral hire. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be right now getting into some interviews. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I'm saying so like right now it should be like hey just reaching out to give you an update. Um, I'm working again on another uh, IB internship this fall through while I'm working through school. Um, already been on a couple of deals. Would would or, you know would love to just pick your brain. Da da da. Or for, and that's for the people you've talked to. Like give them a little update. Mm-hmm. Like you know if there's still love to talk about you know what's what's it like at X Y Z company with you if you have a few minutes. Um, blah blah. Or or how how's the yield looking on the on the summer analysts? And they'll be like, sorry, dude, it's all full. They'll probably you know most of them will be like, sorry, it's all full. I'll keep you in mind. But then if you throughout the year, if you keep being like, hey, hey, and all of a sudden business starts taking off, they're like, and they're like, shit, we need another headcount, and you're kind of our top of mind. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I know this kid. Um, he looks pretty solid, blah, blah, blah. You that's that's the thing, is like you don't want to let go stale for five months. Because yeah. like sense. right now through nine months is like that's your that's your game. Yeah, that's you all know? I got right now. That's all you got. So, like, and as it gets closer and closer, it's less and less likely. Like now is your kind of like highest chance time of of getting some interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'd say is like, double down on that. Like you have what you're starting school in three days. <laughs> now the next three days you should. Uh, is it is a full cl- course load too? Um, it, it's considered full time, but it's on the the lighter end. Um, okay, yeah, I did that specifically just because of the internship I have. But yeah. Yeah, and how many hours do you expect to work at the internship during the year? Um, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is going to be like half days, and then Friday is going to be a full day. So like so, twenty plus hours. Yeah. You're going to be you're going to this is going to be brutal. Are you going to yeah. have to work the weekend at all? 
uh yeah i mean if, if associate comes in he's like hey like i need an extra hand like yeah me and the other intern will probably come in but he and could can this potentially turn into a full-time yeah sorry you broke up one vp one associate sorry about that yeah, uh, their office is pretty small and they only hire as an uh, as need basis so what i'm trying to do is Hopefully, it all goes well by the end of my internship, and then request them to like request me to move to the LA office because they're not going to hire at the Costa Mesa office. Got it. Mm -hmm. But are there other interns at the LA office? Uh, no, I don't think so for the school year. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That might give you a little in. Yeah. Um, are the are the MDs or the senior people there close to the senior people in LA? Oh yeah, actually, the the principal or the like, I guess the head honcho of our office, he yeah. actually. Started the investment banking arm of the middle market firm on that, so like he is well connected in the firm. Okay, that's that's big then. Yeah, so. it's huge. I'm gonna try to get one on ones with them as much as possible. Yeah. Okay. Great man. So yeah, I mean, obviously, kick ass there. I mean, that's important, right? Um, yeah. But then after that, I would say even behind you, ahead of your schoolwork, is um, is your networking, is your LinkedIn strategy, and kind of trying to organize that a little bit better. Um, so uh, what I was going to say is that I didn't get to it, but like you need a tool, whether it's a, you use Gmail a lot, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, Outlook or Gmail. So like there's a tool called write inbox. There's tons, it doesn't matter what, there's tons out there. Mm -hmm. It's called write inbox. So R I G H T. Inbox. -H -T. Yeah. And so basically all it allows you to do is you can put in automated follow-ups. So if you send an email and you can put like <clears throat> one week on it and if he, if the person doesn't reply, it pops to the back top of your inbox again as unread oh wow okay and so then you're not like gcal you're not having like 40 things in your gcal like if you have 300 of these things going on there's no way you can keep track in gcal but in, if you're, it's in your inbox and all of a sudden every morning you have like 10 new things pop up to the top you know that's time for those 10 let me hit them again and you just get in the habit of clearing that out every morning and doing that outreach again yeah that's um, that's huge yeah. So, so write inbox, I think is a really good tool to use. Um, if you don't want to like, I think, I think at this point, like building a whole spreadsheet with the color coding, it might be too overkill. Like you don't have time. Mm -hmm. So I think try to get as many things into email. So all the outreach, like all the people that have ignored you on LinkedIn, but they've connected with you, get their email. Mm -hmm. And then like, let's work on like the specific actual email you're going to send them. Okay. Um, yeah. And th there's another thing. Hey, let me show you, let me show you my can you can you see my screen? Yeah, I can see it. Let me uh, let me show you like an example. So when I like go into um, let me see here. Uh, so like we had a hack attempt last night, just as an example <laughs> on WSO. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So like for example, um, I can go here, hit a reminder. I have like all of these defaults, so I can. Oh. Remind me an hour, four hours, tomorrow morning, three days, five days, one week, three weeks. And so like oftentimes I'll be like, ah, oh, remind me in a week, I'm too busy this week. Mm -hmm. I can put in notes as well here, the private note to myself that they can't see. Just to remind myself to have a call. I can be like, boom, whatever. Do you know what I mean? So um, my point is like this tool is, and then so like, let's say I reply and I'm like, thanks Khalid, you know, thanks Khalid, thanks Khalid. Um, and then I want to add, you know, I can add templates here. Mm -hmm. So like you can quickly pull in templates, boom, boom, boom. You add a reminder. So in three days, remind me again and hit. You can even send later. Okay. So it really allows you to, um, you can have like recurring things where like every, 
<laughs> I wouldn't do that because it's too impersonal. It'll, it'll look like a robot's doing it. Um, but definitely do the reminders so it pops back up in your in your inbox. Got it. Okay. Start so- like consolidating all of your networking into like one email, and then you can even tag them. Like you know, use use tags, um, use your folders. So move to I have like all of these specific folders. So like under Wall Street, I have advertising affiliates writers, meetups, conferences, tax, corporate info, database subscriptions, defined benefit, da, 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 all this stuff, family off the database, financial modeling courses. So you can see like, I would definitely do stuff like, maybe you do yours like under a networking folder. And then under that you have specific thing like alum, basketball, um, Game of Thrones. I don't know, I'm just throwing out different things like radio people, yeah. um, whatever your interests are, you know what I mean? And just try to find people under those. So like, or you could do something like IB analysts, IB associates, um, you know, West coast, East coast, um, figure out a, figure out like a method or an organizational tool that allows you to kind of like just bucket them a little bit better. So you kind of have an idea of, um, how you should be reaching out to them. Like, are they super senior? Um, do they have common interests? Stuff like that. Okay. Got it. Um, but you, I, I would definitely, get something like this it, there's other tools this, there's one called boomerang there's this is right inbox but there's there's other ones it's super super useful because then, then shit doesn't fall through the cracks like right now you're probably like super busy you're at the internship you're you're reaching out to like um specifically you know i don't know how many people like you're already connected over 500 people so like yeah. you're, you're doing something right um but at the same time like you want to be able to scale that way up and not and not then become disorganized and not follow up yeah that I guess, I guess that's been like the hardest part uh, about networking you're just staying organized yeah so i think that tool would really help you because you don't have to even keep a sheet you just have to know that hey i will not mark this email unread until i followed up okay, okay. So like every morning i get a flow of like look i have 4400 emails at 8 a.m you'll see look at this all these are reminder emails right so it's like i don't I don't let that go. I either have to reset a reminder on it mm-hmm. or like if I don't have time to get to it, that's fine. But I don't let it, I don't just like read it and forget. Gotcha. Like either reset a reminder on it. So I follow it up the next day or the next week. Or if I'm like, shit, I just need to push this. I'm too busy. I just push them all out. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but don't let it just disappear. Don't read it and then forget. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Just get in that habit. And then I think you'll, you'll actually... Um, be much better at actually following up consistently. Um, when somebody doesn't respond to you, you follow up within a week, and you follow up with like say two weeks later after that. I don't know what your what's your pattern right now. Um, it's initial one week, two weeks, four weeks. So in between gaps are so a one at one week, wait a week, do another one mm-hmm. a week later, and then yeah. you wait four weeks. Or no, yeah. wait two weeks. I wait two more weeks, two so it'd be like four week mark. And yeah, you, and you do a third follow up. Um. It's kind of like up in the air. Like yeah. I have to really stay consistent after that point. That's yeah. kind of my other downfalls. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't worry about it, man. Don't be too hard on yourself. I know you're busy. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you know over the summer. It sounds like you did do some good, in, you know, networking and stuff like that. How many? How many people have you been able to actually meet up with in person? Uh, I, I made a San Francisco trip um, to meet with guys at UBS, FT Partners, and PwC Corporate Finance. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's been the extent extent of I guess like face face like time. Five of them. Five of them, you think? Yeah, it would be like yeah. It, it, other than like the trip to San Francisco, most of my face time has just been down here um, with like D. A. Davidson, uh, obviously B. Riley, uh, Roth 
Um, and then I, I've been meaning to make an LA trip, but it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I mean, LA is right there, so it's easy. But like LA also isn't the biggest market. That's true. But that's okay. I mean, it's fine. New York may be a long shot for you to get over to <laughs> while you're doing like an internship and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, that being said, I wouldn't just limit yourself to West Coast. Okay. Makes sense. Um, do you have any tie? Would you ever consider going East Coast? Yeah, definitely. Um, I understand. I, I got to take what I can get right now. So yeah. I was reaching out. Uh, like one of my, I guess, this guy I reached out to, he's kind of been mentoring me as well. Um, he he was at PwC Quarterfinance in Chicago, and he's really well networked there. So yeah. he's been trying to like link me up with people in Chicago. So I'm starting my networking out there as well. Okay. Even, I know it's not the biggest market as well, but it's just another shot to get. I think it's bigger that. than I think it's bigger than LA for finance. So really, yeah, okay. yeah, Chicago's pretty big. Yeah, Chicago has a lot of banks. You got Booth there, you got that whole network. Um, I mean, LA is much bigger, a bigger city, but Chicago's I think pretty massive in terms of banks. Makes LA sense. is like I think San Francisco is much bigger in terms of like actual investment banks and this whole peninsula area. I'm in the Bay Area. It's mm-hmm. you know for tech, obviously, it's really big. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, if you can if you can make those trips out there, I don't know how you would do it, but like long weekend. You said you're not working on Mondays, right? Yeah, I just have class Mondays, but obviously I can feel like I can. Skip so like Mondays. you could fly in on a Sunday night, stay crash on somebody's couch, or like <laughs> find a cheap Airbnb. The next morning, if you line up like twenty coffee chats 10 coffee chats the whole day mm-hmm. in chicago that could be really productive that could be a productive 500 dollars spent yeah actually my girlfriend is visiting like one of her best friends in chicago in like there a month go. and a half so maybe there i can just like ride along pop in her suitcase but no definitely like i thought about going with her um i feel like that'd be a good opportunity not okay. just like just if she's going next month that means you need to put in a lot be like that's yeah, like, like per- that's the perfect intro to everyone in chicago hey i'm coming to town yeah on da da da, um, you know, it'd be great to just you know take you know ten minutes of your time, buy you some coffee, da da da, you know. Okay, I'll definitely and do that. Yeah, I guess I'll try to get some people on the job. yeah, try to get some people on the calendar. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I'll definitely buckle down on that right now. Because okay. if you can do that, I mean, maybe you just keep your search to Chicago, LA, SF. That's that's mm-hmm. enough. I feel like that's going to keep you busy. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll definitely do that. Soon. Um. There's obviously right now, a, lot more, a lot more jobs in New York, but a lot more competition, too. Mm-hmm, I hear you. Yeah, I feel like, I guess, most people, like, one of the guys I interned with over the summer um, from Berkeley, actually, mm-hmm. we were talking, about, like, what we want to do after. Um, and he says, he said he just wants to go strictly to New York. Like, he doesn't want, he does not want to do IB and SF or anywhere else. Like, he's buckling down in New York, and that's it for him. Yeah. Like, all right. I mean, I mean, going to Berkeley is definitely a, a bet, like, a good bet for you, but I feel like they're more heavily recruited in SF. Of course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, good for him. I mean, hopefully it works out for him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he just got an essay offer. He was a junior, uh, or he's an incoming junior, and I was a, I'm a year older than him. So he, he just got an essay offer to Wells. Nice, nice. Yeah. He's happy. Yeah, he's definitely happy. We, just, we were just on the phone yesterday, and he's nice. like, hey, I'm coming to town. Like, I have another uh, super day, but I just wanted to tell you I got the offer to Wells. He, yeah, and that's like, I was so happy for him because – I don't know why, but Wells was like his dream. So yeah, yeah. like super, super stoked for him. Yeah, it just gives me more motivation to keep on going. <laughs> nice, man. Cool. So like it sounds like you're on the right track. How many people do you think 
is realistic in terms of to reach out to? Like, can we set some goals here? Or uh, to uh, in terms of Chicago, or in terms of uh, in, like holistically. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what you should prioritize. I'm a little bit like because your your girlfriend's going there, and you're thinking maybe going with her next yeah. month. I'm kind of thinking maybe you should shift to that over those next three weeks. I would say it's a month and a half. I, I can ask her again, but I think it's like mid November. Okay, so it's a way, it's a ways out. Yeah, yeah. So I want to like, you know, I, to be honest, I didn't do enough research on this, but LA banks, I don't know how many seats there are, but like you may actually not. I, my guess is USC is your biggest competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, US, UCLA and USC. Yeah, there's gonna be some kids there that really like you know want banking, so like you're gonna be at a disadvantage there. But like your resume's strong, so it's all about just like getting in front of people. So like you should definitely be trying to increase the number of people you're meeting face to face. Okay. Um, over the next couple months, like these, like from now until November is actually like really important. Like by the time November rolls around, it's really late. Yeah, I hear. And people are like already in the new year because it's like Thanksgiving and the holidays. You know what I mean? It starts slowing down. Yeah, yeah it starts slowing down. So like recruiting's like basically wrapped up within. The, I mean, for most places, it already is wrapped up. But like for smaller middle market shops, they still maybe looking to fill a couple seats here and there. And so that's that's kind of your best. That's your best bet. Like if you can get into like a Harris Williams or a Blair or something in Chicago, it'd be awesome. Okay. Uh, I'd see that as a super, super awesome success story because. Those banks are awesome too. Like they're great work. It's not like 100 hour weeks. It's more like 70, <laughs> and they're and like the culture is really really good there. That's so awesome. like I think you'd actually enjoy it, and they support you like actually transitioning out. People always make a joke. I don't know. If, I don't know if undergrads like uh, the Harris Williams guys. They all go to bat for you. It's like a big joke. Everyone's like, oh yeah, they go to bat for you. It's like <laughs> if you look at the forums of like Harris Williams, you'll you'll notice like everyone makes that joke. It's just like. It's like, yeah, they go to bat. They go to bat for you. Everyone just yeah. keeps that phrase. That's pretty funny. But it's true. It's like they developed that reputation because they um, they really do support their analysts. So That's awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah, I'll definitely like, look into them. I, I know I haven't jotted down on my list, but yep. um, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it. Well, but yeah. So yeah, trips planned. Uh, these, these notes are wrong. Trips planned to Chicago. I'll put SF. Maybe go back up to SF if you can, but... I'd really focus, since you're going to be going to Chicago, I'd really focus on people around you um, to make it easier on yourself. And if you're struggling, like if you already hit up every single LA banker and like you've gone through that in the next couple of weeks, then yeah, branch out to more SF. Okay. See if you can do another trip up here because that's obviously much easier. That's like a 45 minute plane ride, you know? Yeah, it's so very easy. Yeah, very doable too. Cool, man. Okay. Anything else? Questions you have, like I know you were with the internship and stuff like that with the financial modeling. Tell me a little bit about that. Like, how can we help? Yeah. Um, Do you have time to even like drill on that stuff? Yeah, that's like what I'm thinking. Like, I don't even know if that's gonna really like. I, I don't know. Where, like, tell t- you. What type of models are you doing? Like I mean, merger models. So it was. Yeah, yeah, it was merger. Um, I, I've done a DCF. Like the interview went for for this bank specifically. It yeah. was initial call, um, first round in person, yeah. uh, second round with another analyst, and then they gave me a case study to work on for a week. And then after that, I came in, um, talked talk to the uh, associate about the case study through and through, and then that later that day, I got the offer. Um, but in the case study, all they really required was DCF, uh, comp, and president uh, analysis. 
Yep, press and a transaction, yep. Yeah, so that that's all I did. And like really in, in terms of like my technical um, studying, it's really just been out of various books and just online reading. It hasn't really been like modeling prep. But the other intern, this is where I, I was like sweating at the desk. <laughs> the other intern had like a sell side internship this summer and yep. he actually bought like the $500 like Wall Street prep guide or modeling course. So he yep. had a lot of experience over the summer. So when we came at the desk and he was like, he handed us the parameters, assumptions, and he was like, hey, like I'm looking at, you know, this, this and that. And like, I want a merger model. Like, can you guys start on it? He was like flying through it. And I was just like, okay. I was like looking at him. I was like, hey, like <laughs> every like couple seconds, I was like, yo, so uses and sources, like what's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think you definitely need to close that gap for yeah. sure. Yeah. Definitely. Like, um, it's going to make you more marketable, all that stuff. And plus, it just makes you can you can put it on your resume. It looks good. Mm-hmm. It just screams banking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. I would definitely do that. Um, uh, yeah, I think I can definitely put in like hours at night or, you know, on the weekend. Yeah, the hard, the hard part is now, you know, you're, you're, you're busy with networking, too. So it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So that's one question I want to ask. So like coming into the like, so essays when they recruit for BBs, I know they have like crazy, like, crazy like good um training processes or even like full-time hires coming out do they require you to have modeling skills i assume not so much for associate uh no but the problem is nowadays there's so much good self-study out there that the internships the interns do it anyways so like it can make you look like an underperformer relatively speaking because like you said the guy sitting guy or gal sitting next to you are like racing through excel (laughs) And yeah. so, like, it's kind of like, it's like, you just, it's like your ante, right? You got to put, it's like table stakes. You got to just, to play, you have to have that. Yeah, makes uh, sense. And so, like, you, the good thing is you got that seat even without that. And, like, you're able to do the DCF. You're able to do some, you, you, it sounds like you, you're not, like, completely lost. Like, you understand trading comps, precedent transactions. You understand what a D, how to do a DCF. The other stuff, it's not that hard, man. It's just, it's just reps. It's yeah, just, I hear it's you. just getting super fast in Excel, like ripping your mouse out of your keyboard and forcing yourself to do the quick keys. Like, just really, it, it sounds stupid, but like, get super fast in Excel. Gotcha. Yeah. Get no, super definitely. fast in Excel because people notice those things. Like, and else notices you like using your mouse to like realign stuff or like center stuff. They're going to be like just shaking <laughs> their head like this. <laughs> like, or if they come by and you're like playing your keyboard, you're, you're on your keyboard like it's a piano. And you're just like, in the sheet, the spreadsheet's moving. Yeah. People notice. People notice. Yeah. It means like, okay, he's put in the hours. Like, he's done 100 hours of Excel modeling before. Mm-hmm. Or or he's still in his first 10 hours. You can tell, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's just like playing an instrument. Um, you just got to drill. There are some Excel um, exercises we have. I don't know if you've seen them. Um, just like a formatting exercise in the WSO, like, uh, welcome email sequence. I can shoot that over to you after. It's like just a little drill to help. Yeah, that'd be super helpful. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you that. But like conceptually, you still need to know sources and uses. You need to know um, specifically like how to do a merger model, mm-hmm. uh, at least conceptually, even if you're not that fast, so that you're not lost like in terms of like, okay, where do I even start? Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely. Don't feel, don't feel bad, dude. There's a lot of, I didn't even know what banking was to like my junior year. But this was the problem was that's 2002. This is 2019. Yeah, everybody. Everybody knows it. There's Wall Street Oasis. There's all the self-training, the self-study training. We have the interview courses. So like that's like 
Um, and we'll do this on our future sessions. We're going to focus a little bit more on your uh, interview stuff. So we'll do some mock interviews and stuff like that in terms of like, tell me your story, because I want to make sure that's airtight. Mm -hmm. um, so that you're good on the technicals, like you understand conceptually what's going on, even if you don't, even if you're not like a pure expert yet on the financial modeling. And I, I have no confidence that you'll get there, just you could clearly have the smarts. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just about putting in the reps, man. It's about it's about doing a little less pickup basketball, unfortunately, this fall. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. No, I, I no, hear no, 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 no. Look, I think basketball that's a great release. Like, don't 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 stop working out, dude, because it'll go crazy. Um, yeah. So you know, do do your hour, you know, whatever hour a day, that's fine. But like, no more. Yeah, this quarter I kind of like pretty much told myself it's gonna be airtight in terms of the internship. Yeah. Uh, um, school and then you know all this recruiting. Well, the networking you could do 40 hours of networking you could literally do 40 hours of networking a week yeah i hear you i hear you you yeah, could and it's insane could, like when if and if you graduate you don't have a job that's your job your job's going to be networking and trying to find a job so mm -hmm. like that will quickly become not 40 hours that will become 60 to 70 hours it's mm -hmm. a grind it's a grind so you know if you don't put in the time now and land the job that's going to end up being your job full time yeah very yeah. soon soon after so like you gotta kind of prioritize right now schoolwork kind of comes third okay makes sense <laughs> i think no, makes sense. i think internship is i mean i don't want your grades to go down to a c that's that's the problem is like you can't just completely blow it off you got to go to class you got to study for your exams and do like get at least you know b a's and b's mm -hmm. you don't want your gpa dropping to like a three three or something you don't want to be like dropping c's in there and messing up your gpa Mm, definitely not yeah so like definitely keep your cum over a three five if you can would do do whatever it takes to do that but if you get a couple b's and you mix it in with some a's and it doesn't drop your cum down enough that's okay mm -hmm. i hear you so like it'd be like networking and you know studying technicals and modeling first then inter internship and then i would say internship first because if there's an outside chance you you can convert that to full-time in la yeah, that's your tickets. Like you already have, you have a seat technically, and then even though they don't take, even though they're really small and they don't necessarily take mm. um, a kid every year, if you do a really good job, I just don't know. Like, is that other kid is he too far ahead of you? Do you know what I mean? As in the internship, where you feel like is he gunning for the same thing? I know he's recruiting for a lot of banks in San Francisco too, but he did mention like if something opened up here, he would take it. Of course, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. But I'm not sure if he's looking towards LA. Like I, he hasn't mentioned that yet, and that's something. Yeah. That and look, it's he's you know he's one out of thousands of kids that you're competing with, so don't you don't feel like oh I gotta just be like you gotta improve on yourself. Yeah. The other thing is don't underestimate. You know you feel like intimidated about the mod modeling that can be that can be learned very you know within fifty hours of training you can be up to where he like don't think it's like a year. Yeah, to get I you there, like you can get there pretty fast if you drill and you're actually serious about drilling. Like if you play, if you play in Excel as much as you do play pick up basketball, <laughs> you'll actually, <laughs> you would actually become really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, within within a few weeks, I bet. Um, oh. so definitely, um, yeah, I'm trying to think priorities, man. I, I kind of lean, I kind of lean on your networking because that's going to open the most doors. You're going to hear about the, the most kind of off-cycle opportunities. Mm -hmm. And there's so many kids now that are doing it. You kind of have to be there front and center. Yeah, I hear you. So okay. I kind of I kind of put networking one. I put internship a very close second, though. 
And then I put like, and along with your internship, that includes training in Excel and financial modeling so that you're, you're looking good um, to your, to your superior associate or your analyst, whoever you're working for. Mm-hmm. And then classes after that. <laughs> I hear you. I just wrote it down. One, two, and, and, then, three. and then, and then, yeah, say you can apologize to your girlfriend um, and to your, <laughs> to your social, to your buddies. I'll let her know. Uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give her your numbers so she can yell at you directly. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> you can blame me. Tell her, look, if I get a good job, then, you know, we're set and you can come. I mean, do, do you know where she's going to be? Um, yeah, so she she's also in the pre-med route. She just took her MCAT, so she'll be taking a gap year after this year. Uh, okay, cool. And then she'll be applying during that gap year and, and also working probably as a scribe or um, nice. volunteer role, yeah. Do you know where she, so she can go wherever and kind of go with you? Is that the plan? Yeah, hopefully. We've, we've been talking about it. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully, whether I, I get a job down in Southern California or in San Francisco or Chicago even, she'd come with me for that first year. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, because, I mean, she could, I feel like, in medical or as a volunteer or scribe, you could find something pretty yeah. easily. And then, you she's know. Like, yeah. She's more like, just tell me where you're going. And yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. She's like, just waiting on it. She's like, come on, like, hurry up. I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's harder than you think. Yeah, it is, especially coming from Irvine, man. Um, it, it's yeah. it's very hard. It's very hard, and the odds the odds are stacked against you, man. Like, I remember when I was in your seat, coming from Williams, a small liberal arts college. I was like, oh, I got you know, I got this, and this was in this was in oh one oh two, like when the the world was melting. Oh, and yeah. I still was overconfident. I don't know what it was. Like, I don't, just because, like, I had always worked my ass off and done well, like, in school and done well, like, sport, you know, done okay in sports. And I was, like, just used to work. I'm like, why wouldn't somebody take me? Like, I'm going to work my ass off. Yeah, and, exactly. And, like, the world, but then all of a sudden the world started melting and, like, everyone was canceling their on campus recruiting. Like, at least we had on campus recruiting. That's awesome. And it was one of the last, but it was a problem, man. Like, I think as a young guy who's, like, used to having success, you can oftentimes, especially if you're like good with people and you're you're comfortable communicating, like you're comfortable communicating, you're comfortable comfortable sitting in front of them. It's obvious you're like you'd be a good interviewer. Mm. You run the risk significantly of not of under prepping, thinking that that's going to carry you through mm. because you're comfortable enough. Like like me, like I was, like thinking I can go in there and not wing it, but like okay, we'll do a couple mock interviews. I'm good, you know. No. Like I got so much better by the end. By my twentieth interview, I was like, "Shit!" If I had had that in, if I was like that on by my first, I would have had like three offers. Instead, I had yeah. like I was hanging on to the like I I got like that one of the last offers. Like Rothschild, I, I worked as an analyst at Rothschild, and like it was one of the last interviews. And there's a reason. I, I, there, I think it's it's there's a reason it was one of my last interviews that I got the offer, because by that point, like I was just super fo- laser focused, knew exactly how to answer the technicals, knew exactly how to answer the behaviorals. I wasn't ready, man. Like, I just wasn't ready in the first few. I had an interview with Goldman. I made it to Super Day, but I wasn't I wasn't at that level. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Sense. That was yeah, yeah, my like technical. Super polished. super polished. And now, even coming from a liberal arts college, like, there, back then, they wouldn't expect you to, like, know all the technicals. Now, they'd expect you to know that. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. so, like, you know, I think you're you're in good shape. I think you're a sharp kid. I think you're going to get there. It's just a question of, like, you're. it's a race, man. It's a race now, and it's, it's a race of priorities because you're so busy. Uh, with this fall internship i think the fall internship is almost like it's a blessing and a curse it's a blessing because it allows you to put another um another couple transactions on your resume allows you to it allows you to kind of 
reemphasize banking is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's really, really solid. It's a little bit of a curse because you could think that's enough. You know what I mean? Where like you, you don't have to be really polished on the interviews or like the networking you can kind of slow down on. Like I, I want to keep that fire where like the networking has to keep like go full steam ahead and you need to do some, I think we're going to really focus heavily on the mock interviews. So when you get those few shots uh, and even, even to the case where like we have these sessions set up where it's once a month we're talking and you're doing these little video updates in between. Mm-hmm. If it comes down to that, we, we need to do more sessions up front because it's like crunch time and all of a sudden you have an interview. Let's mm-hmm. just hop on the phone and do a mock interview. I'm with it. Yeah. You know, it's like, down. this could be it your next three, four months. This yeah. could be, like, you're the only shot you get until like, you graduate. So like, I don't want to be like, oh no, we can only talk once a month. Like, let's just actually get you ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that may only have two interviews. What is that? You may only have two or three interviews that are like are good, yeah. sh- good shots that are okay. good shots. I hear you. So I want to make sure that like you're super polished going into those, like your technicals are, you just nailed them. And then the, and then more importantly, like you're really likable and your fit is really, is on point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I hear you. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be a grind. Yeah. So questions. Uh, do you have any questions in terms of like next steps? What do you want to, what you're thinking? I did have one. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be, Oh, I, I know. She I forgot her name. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. She, she emailed me saying, yeah, she emailed me saying she dropped something in my uh, WSO account. Yeah, it's probably the courses, interview courses. Okay, uh, but I think she also emailed those to me, and I downloaded those. Yeah, you can grab them either from the email. I would, I would grab the ones from the profile because those might be a little outdated. The ones on the that she emailed, they're from a different system. Okay. So just log in and then go to your my profile on the bottom left on the left under your image. There'll be like links to download them. Um, I see my profile. Um, Make sure the email that you're logged into is like the same as the. And by the way, we're releasing a new whole learning management system in the next month, so it's gonna be badass. You're gonna have all the modules and lessons right there. It'll be much easier to study. So okay. Wait. You won't have to just use the PDF. Uh, the email's a little different, so. Do I have to create a new account then? Um, no. If the, well, what email did you did? Were you emailing her with? Uh, Different I one. Was email- or find one. Uh, uh, yeah. So you might yeah. want to just like um, log in, make sure you're logging with that email because that's probably what she'd attach it to. If you want to, her to put it on another email, that's fine. You can just send her, shoot her an email, be like, "Hey, do you mind putting it on this email or this account?" Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll ask her to do that. And then you also mentioned um, reporting my resume to the WSO or, uh, WSO template. And is that also on my account or? Uh, yeah. Just do a Google search. Do WSO resume template. You'll find it. It's. WSO. It's. I think it'll be the IB one. Yeah. Here it is. I'll shoot this over to you. So it's forum slash investment banking resume template. Awesome. And you should be able to download it. I'll send you the link. Okay. Sweet. <clears throat> Um, that'll just give you a little extra space for like, especially with this new internship coming in and the new transactions, you're going to need that. Mm, yeah, I hear you. Okay. Sounds good. I'll yeah. definitely do that. And let, less is more, man. Don't try to pack it all. It definitely sent it to me once you're, once you kind of have done it and I'll, I'll take a quick look. Um, so that we can kind of, you can keep, you can start using that. Okay. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's no, there's no glaring issues on your resume right now. I think it's pretty solid. So, okay, uh, yeah. Um, what else? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, just just keep. Yeah, I think those priorities are the key. And then, if you do, 
you know, find out about, have you heard anything about like specific lateral spots open or like any spots that weren't filled with summer analysts? Nothing, right? Not yet. No. Um, have people said like, I think all the offers are out and accepted, right? Yeah. Most people said like, oh, we're all booked up like Lincoln International um, in LA. Like I had a call with them a couple weeks ago, one of their analysts who actually like leads a recruiting, kind of funny that an analyst does that. But yeah. he said, that's more like, common than you think, man. A lot of people make a mistake of trying to reach out to like VPs and MDs. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, the analyst associates are like running the pro- the process. That makes sense. So, I mean, you're working with them, I guess, more or less, a lot more than the MDs and VPs. Exactly. exactly. Um, no, but I, I have all the priorities listed. I took all notes. Um, I, I'm ready and set to go. I think it'll be an exciting journey. Super. Yeah. I, I mean, I think like if we're running up into the wall of just there's no no seats left. Mm-hmm. you just want to be around the hoop and be ready for when that one little seat opens up. And and I think if it takes you going to an FLDP program or even a tiny boutique bank, like at a place maybe that's not ideal, maybe you do a little cold calling, but you have banking experience and you use, you're working and maybe making a crap salary and hating life, it still is better than being unemployed. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so- like. And then plus, once you're already there and you can keep hanging around the hoop, you keep networking. Like mm-hmm. if you can get into whatever area you want to live, whether it's LA, SF, Chicago, whatever it is, if you can get a t- into a tiny boutique bank and get that experience. I had a podcast interview with a guy who for two years, I mean, he had it bad, man. He was working for a guy that was just sounded awful, like paying him a thousand bucks a month. Jesus. He was living in like a, he was living in like a shoebox, but he was getting deal experience. He was like doing reps, and so he was like, and then he had like associate title, and he finally ended up transferring to like a more reputable firm. But it took him it took him like two years. Yeah. It, he had a different story, man. He came from he came from India. He was like literally for his MBA program. He had never lived in the U.S., so he had it really tough. Mm-hmm. You can imagine like the his accent was stronger. It was like like you're you've been here your whole life, man. Like you have no excuse, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So um, I think it'll be much easier for you if you um, if you make sure you just get the right experience. Like work for free if you have to. Okay. Like just live on ramen and whatever you have to. Or like be like mom and dad, <laughs> let me let me ten grand just to survive on. You know what I mean? Whatever it has to be. Yeah. Um, if if they can afford it, to to make sure you're getting the right experience on your on your resume right out of the gate. Because you can as long as you're like likable and you keep drilling, you get better financial modeling and you keep networking. Um, and you're likable, you're going to, you're going to get, um, reps at an interview and then it's just about crushing an interview and I can help you with that. Yeah, definitely. I'm all for it. Um, so how would like the timeline look like? I know right now these next couple of months is strictly IB, but I know you said like, oh, FP&A roles and TAS, like when would uh, I, when we, when would we start looking at those or when I'd start hedging the- right now, man, I wouldn't get too late. So like okay. I would talk to anybody who's in corp dev, corp finance, corporate m and I mean, that might be a kick-ass career corp m a if you can find places like where you're actually doing deals and by the way if you're doing corporate m a and you want to go to banking that's an easy transition if you're actually doing transactions mm-hmm. um so yeah i would look at startups i would look at people in corporate you know in, in corp dev um usually the problem is they want people they don't, they don't take kids right at undergrad usually they want kids who've been through banking so but I still see, network yeah. with these people because they may know a lot of bankers mm-hmm yeah, that makes sense. Don't yeah, definitely just, do that. Don't look at just investment bankers. Look at people who from from Irvine that maybe work in Corp Dev or Corp Fin. Mm-hmm. Okay, or, makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll definitely do that. I think it's important that you like 
you really focus on specific common interests. You don't just link it, like email everybody. Does that make sense? Yeah, that yeah, having like the, those similarities definitely helps when you're trying to like connect with the person. Yeah, I've had some pretty weird uh, calls, <laughs> like where I just did not connect at all with the person. Which yeah, I've learned my lesson. Cool, man. Anyways, um, so yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for now, man. Let's just stay in touch. You know, let me know if something comes up. You're like, hey, there's an interview coming up. Oh, I'm freaking out. Like, <laughs> let's definitely do a let's definitely do a call then in a session earlier even if it means we skip one later on down the road. Cause I think I don't want you to like not be prepped because you know, we had some sort of strict schedule or anything like that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That sounds great. Um, hopefully, hopefully that does happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And look, don't get discouraged if it doesn't like just, I, I want you to build out that network. I want you to get that tool in place that you're actually getting more organized mm-hmm. with your networking and stuff like that. And then, Man, I want you to have like in your, I call it my reminder cycle. I want you to be having at least like a, eventually get, get up to like a hundred conversations, hundred emails out where you're like every week you're like, oh man, there's another set of, there's another set of reminders. I got to, I got to email another 10 people, another five people, another 10 people. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All for it. Yeah. Let's do it. You'll be in better shape. Awesome. Cool. Uh, everything's good at home. I know you said you lost your nanny in four years. Yeah. It's been brutal. The last week was, that's why I haven't shaved in like forever. <laughs> I'm a wreck, dude. I haven't slept. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a rough week. Last week was probably the hardest week uh, I've had in a long time. So I can't imagine like taking care of the kids and also running the business. Like I'm sure yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. That we're interviewing like crazy. So it's, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. I did see the job postings or the intern postings. So that's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hopefully that all works out for well for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it goes well. I think we're uh, we're doing we're doing a lot of things on WSO with uh, not just this show. We're we're launching a lot of other kind of podcasts and shows and stuff. So I think it'll be good. That's awesome. I'm excited to see it all. All right, man. We'll chat all soon. Right. Good luck. Yeah, keep me updated. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. Right. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, man. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, Patrick at WallStreetOasis.com. Until next time.